0: I love me some Rocky IV. See, now that's a movie. No, no offense to Caddyshack. I mean, good Lord, whatever. Caddyshack.
1: Caddyshack's an unbelievable movie, and I love the fact that you don't like it because everybody who's tuning in right now, I just want to make sure we're, we're drawing these battle lines. I'm pro-Caddyshack. You're anti-Caddyshack. I want everybody to know the difference between us.
0: It's not that I'm anti. I just don't think the movie holds up. It's, the movie was made 40
1: years ago. Phenomenal film true piece of art yeah
0: rocky 4 on the other hand i mean yeah. we still have a cold war going on basically you know what i mean <laughs> like between russia and the and the united states so that holds up you know
1: well i let me think about this what year was rocky 4 1987 okay so so at that time just by the way th- this was not the us versus russia this was, was the, the us soviet versus, versus yeah. the soviet union yeah yeah the yeah. ussr yeah Right,
0: but yeah, it's Rocky. back in theaters, which is fantastic. I would love to go see that in the theaters.
1: Well, I wonder why they're doing that like why Rocky Four back in theaters? um I, I think well it's first
0: of all, it's the last of the original series I, um, so there's that um, and on you know, with the popularity of the Creed movies, um, you know those movies had a lot to do with Rocky Four. If you watch those movies. So I I think it makes sense because of that. The Creed movies are tied into Rocky four. So that that's probably why if I had to guess, that would be. it.
2: So I I looked it up and they're what, what they're doing is they're airing a director's cut with 40 additional minutes of never before seen footage. Huh? Hmm.
1: See, when you said the Creed movies, I actually I thought you were talking about the band Creed. They're awesome. You know, create my own prison, the whole deal. You know, arms wide open. Really like Creed a lot.
0: No, dude. Like, the actual movie, Creed, yeah. which is awesome. Like, if you like boxing, you should watch that movie.
1: I love boxing, but I kind of got burnt out on the Rocky series. So... Yeah, but this is a
0: completely different spin.
1: Yes, but but I haven't seen any of the Creed movies. Like, I kind of did get done at Rocky. Well, wait a second. Rocky 4 is um, Drago. I must break you. Is that right? Correct. And then was was there a Rocky Five there was a Rocky was...
0: Five, but we don't speak of Rocky Five
1: that was the Tommy Morrison film
0: correct and then there was Rocky Balboa where he fights Antonio Tarver in like some video game thing and it was kind of goofy and campy but um, I mean if you if you want to pay homage to the uh, to the series you're more than welcome to watch it uh, Max Kellerman, by the way, made his rocky debut in that particular movie and then uh, and, but then they came with the Creed movies. Now, those movies are legit good.
1: How many Creed movies are there? There are two. Okay. And this, is this um, Michael B. Jordan in those? Correct. Michael okay. B.
0: Jordan is Apollo Creed's son. Spoiler okay. alert. I haven't right. seen I'm, the movie, I'm, and yeah, it's been out for years.
1: Yeah, maybe I've seen the, you know little pieces here and there.
0: It's yeah. an excellent... I mean, the first one is excellent. Like, it was... Like, critically acclaimed. Second one was a little bit of a cash grab, but I thought it was really good, too. uh, Because, again, it ties everything in all nicely.
1: I can't really remember ever going to a movie theater to see a movie that I'd already seen like a million times. So, Rocky IV is an example. I've seen it so many times. And even with all this new content in it, I still don't think I'd go to a theater to see it. Would you? I would consider it. Sure. I mean, 42
0: minutes of new footage is interesting. Like, the fact that it's, comp- it's new, like it's got new things I've never seen before. I mean, 42 minutes is not like a small amount of time.
1: No, actually, it's an awful long amount of time, which now all of a sudden takes what is probably a two-hour movie and turns it into nearly a three-hour movie.
0: I don't remember what the original runtime on Rocky IV is, but I could probably look it up if that's what you're asking me. I just don't know if I have uh, the patience. Well,
2: though, Any... the point, Cap, though, is the people that want to go Original see runtime, sorry,
0: Lynn's 90 minutes.
1: Oh, so. 90 minutes, not too bad. So two hours and 10 minutes, not terrible. Yeah, Yeah,
2: and, and if you're a big fan of that movie, you're going to be like, oh, heck yeah, I have to go see it with the director's cut.
1: Yeah, I like the movie. I did. I really like the movie.
2: Well, but, and, um... and
0: here's the thing. The original Rocky IV... Yeah. I've said this before. Thirty three percent of it is basically a training montage of some sorts. Or (laughs) like just music. Right. It's really just music or him driving to music, him training to music, him doing anything to music. Like it's just that's what it is. So if you're giving me forty two minutes of actual movie as opposed to training montage, like I'm already in.
1: What do you think? Give it a shot. Yeah, Rocco! I'm right, Rocco! What are you doing? (laughs) I don't know what he's doing there. Um, Listen, I used to love, there was a bit that Eddie Murphy did. You guys remember the story of uh, Little Italian Yeah, no, I know, I know. Eddie Murphy raw. yes. You know, let me get a couple of juju fruits. Let me get a couple of these things, right? And he he goes, hey, Little Italian Man, you just saw Rocky. Why don't you just get in your IROC Z28 and get out of here? As one of the great Eddie Murphy bits ever, talking about what happens when an Italian dude Comes out of a Rocky film. I love yeah. that bit.
0: Yeah, that's no, funny bit. Know that bit. I do know the bit. I know the. I know the entire uh, Eddie Murphy Raw um, stand up. I used to know it by memory, basically. Uh, but I, 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 would watch this. I, I, I am curious to see now. Apparently, um, there are a lot of reviews already about this, and mostly it's positive. As I'm reading here.
1: These are all, this this film is already with the forty extra minutes. Rocky Four is already out in theaters. It's being
0: reviewed, and they're you know the ones I'm seeing here on the internet seem to be positive. So,
1: well, listen, that was a that was a very emotional film, as we all know. You know when when Apollo gets knocked out by Drago, and he dies, and then he he looks over because Rock is holding on to Apollo Creed, and and Drago's giving him the look. And you're going, oh no, man. How's he right. gonna ever fight this? I guy? mean, you
0: just glossed over James Brown singing Living in America before the Living fight even started, in America.
1: which was fantastic. Ha! I'm not glossing over anything, dude. I'll jam out to that. I'm
0: just saying, you just like completely like, you know, went past it. Ha-da!
1: Like, Bain-do-ba-did-don't!
0: Yeah, I don't know what you're doing now. That was not part of the song. No, that is yeah. part of the song. It's
1: actually, <laughs> those are the actual lyrics. It goes like this, George. It goes like this. It goes, yeah. Living in America. Ha! Ah, da! Bentu, but it don't. Dah. That's the song. No,
0: no, no, he does not say Bentu, but it don't. Whatever you just said. I don't those,
1: know. Those, if you look up the words, if you look mm-hmm. up the lyrics for Living in America by James Brown in Rocky IV, the lyrics Now, there no, is
0: part of it that is inaudible that. Uh, You know, that people don't know what the actual lyrics say. Um, But, yeah, it is definitely not that. It's definitely not whatever you you decided to go with there. There we go.
1: Here it is. Listen. Listen carefully.
0: I mean, we can't play the whole song. I mean, it takes forever. But I mean, it's a good song. Living, Living in, in America. America, ha! See, eye to eye, station to station. To Living in America, hand in hand, across the nation. The Living ha! in, a, I, I, that's, those are actual words. Like what oh. you were doing was like I don't know what you were doing.
1: Well, I'll tell you. George, let me just tell you something very quickly, okay? And, Lindsay, I want you to listen carefully to what I'm about to say, okay? Yeah. Because you're not going to believe it, but I swear to God it's true, okay? Yes. This past Wednesday, when we were at Bastard's Canteen in the city of Downey, shout out to Downey, I am down with Downey, okay? I had a lot of people come up to me and say, hey, you know your whole Missy Elliott interpretation? Dink, dink it, dink it, dink dink it, dink it, dink People were like, dude, that was money. That was yeah. dope AF. Yeah.
0: At, by people, like how many people are we talking about?
1: I'd say probably, because, you know, people intimates more than one. Yes. So I'd say two, probably. Two? Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Two out of all those people. That all those quite, people. Quite Think about what it takes
1: to come up to mm-hmm. somebody like me. Like, here I am. I'm all camoed out. I'm dressed like a Marine. I'm celebrating the Marine birthday. And they come up to me, and they're not like, yo, hoorah. They're like, hey, man, let's talk about that Missy Elliott thing you did. That's good. That's very, very good. I, I knew the song exactly when you were singing it. And the same thing, I think, goes for living in America. Paint do, but dit don't.
0: By the way, sure. uh, I'm looking at the review here from Richard Roper, the famous Chicago Sun Times guy from uh, Rocky Four. Uh, uh, reviewing this new Rocky Four, gave it three and a half stars out of four.
1: Three and a half. It's pretty good. It's a yeah, out of four. Not bad. Five, yeah.
0: It's called Rocky Four, Rocky versus Drago.
1: Oh, they had to change the name to get us to be inspired to come into the theater, huh?
0: Well, to let you know it was different, that it was a different version, yeah. I would... What movie pre-2000? Is it Caddyshack that you would love to go see in the theater? Because you just said you don't know if you'd do it. Is there a movie that would get you there?
1: Well, um, I'd say this. I haven't seen this movie in its entirety in a really long time, and it may have been one of the most influential films of my childhood, taking you back to the early 80s here. If you put fast times at ridgemont high in a movie theater now i gotta admit i'd be so curious to see what it looks and feels like in a movie theater in 2021 that i probably would go see fast times at ridgemont high in a theater how about you
0: i mean rocky i mean it's the one like that's that's the one Why do you think chris said we need a movie night like you know what i mean like i this is it like that you know there's, there's this this is the movie
1: Anything other than Rocky?
0: I mean, to go Um, to the. I I mean, I've seen the Star Wars movies, you know, in the theater, like when they redid them or whatever. So i I Yeah, I did too. I'm okay with watching old movies if they're remastered or there's something new to it that I didn't see the previous time.
1: All right, all right.
2: I'd go see Willy Wonka. You don't seem very into this conversation, Cal. Oh, I'm very into okay? it. Okay. Like, I... are you
0: having a good day to start today? Is there more issues with the house? What is happening here? Because okay. you're just, right. you're not you're not giving us much right now. Okay. Like, what all right, you, I'm tell what, you what's going right on? Now. Talk
1: to I'm us. Gonna, I'm going to tell you what happened. Thank you, George. I appreciate this. Thank you very much. So, literally, outside of my door, in my now home studio, which I was lucky enough to build in October of 2019, pre-pandemic, didn't know this was going to happen. But I also didn't know I was going to have a leak in the house and I also didn't know that I was going to have mayhem going on. If I tell you there is an army of people here working right now and they're pulling up all the floors and it's happening right outside me and I had to go out and I had to say, "Hey, listen, if you guys don't don't mind, but like could we pick it up tomorrow?" You're about to go on the radio here. You know, I can't have all this background noise. And they were like everybody gave me a dirty look, you know, like, "Really? Like we're trying to work here." And I'm like, "Yeah, me too." I know. It sucks. The whole place, George, the whole house is torn to shreds. No floors left. Just unbelievable what is going on around me right now. But I'm with you. Don't worry. I'm with you. Wait, wait, wait a second. So you, you
0: kicked everyone out of the house, and they gave you the dirty look, which, by the way, they're on your dime, aren't they?
1: They're on the insurance company's dime, so I don't really care oh, okay. what they do. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. But that also means you get one less hour of them working on your house, which means you have one less hour of them working. Um, work in your house quicker, which means probably moving down the road, they'll be like, "Oops, oh, this guy, we can just take our time. He clearly doesn't really care. Look how much, you know, Daddy Warbucks over there doesn't need a house yet. You know what I mean? He's got to work. He's got things well, to do. Like, we're not working.
1: I know. And then they told me they're coming tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. I'm like, that's perfect. Come at 7 a.m. because I won't be here. That's great. Work all day long. Do what you got to right. do. Okay. Oh,
0: my God. I, I mean, was, you have wish- this app Lindsay gave you now. You know, you can work like anywhere now.
1: You know, but I listened to Ramona earlier today on Mason in Ireland, and I do feel like it's not the sound is not as good and I also feel it's like not. but I also feel like you're you're using a cell phone to broadcast and what happens if you if all of a sudden you lose your cell? I mean what are you off the air just all of a sudden? I mean probably. Yeah, so
2: I mean That's it's no I'm different than like your your Comrex kind of crapping out the other day. I mean well, right, it happened, happened. like well, at 6:15 uh, two days
0: ago or okay. three days ago whatever. All right,
1: but hold on, let me defend myself. Let me tell you guys what happened. I I've, yeah. I I I troubleshoot. You want to know what happened? I wound up the next morning. I went on we're 6:15. I'm on this rant. I'm I'm rolling. I think I'm saying something really interesting, probably only to me. I acknowledge that. And all of a sudden I'm off the air. My my Comrex unit, the the device that we use to to broadcast crapped out. The next morning, 7 a.m. I call the company, Comrex. I get their technical support on the line. I explain to the guy the white screen. Wait, wait, wait.
2: Let me guess. Did you did you like you you unplugged it or something? Didn't you? Like a cord.
1: Okay, I didn't, but the plug was unplugged. So what happened was I was using the battery on the device, and the battery ran out. And here I am, like, what happened? I can't figure it out. I don't know what happened. So the guy at technical support, he goes. It kind of sounds like it's unplugged. So I look down into the outlet. I go, no, it's plugged in. He goes, well, what about the cord that goes into the power into box? Into the
0: actual box.
1: I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not plugged in. My bad.
0: Yeah. Good job.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, um, I've had a hell so of a So you were here. sitting
0: here blaming the piece of machinery.
1: Correct. And it was operator error. Correct. Okay. I'm the operator. Yeah. My error. Yeah.
0: Will you also be erroneous about the Rams and OBJ? We'll get to that in just a second because uh, there's a lot of goodwill coming OBJ's way, according to reports. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, plus, John Gruden is suing the Lakers and, or excuse me, suing the Raiders, not the Lakers.
1: I thought to myself, <laughs> wow, now that's an interesting lawsuit. What's he suing now, That's for? a hell
0: of a twist of the story, right? Uh, so we'll get to that, plus the Lakers in Minnesota, which I think people are sleeping a little bit on this one. Hi,
1: it's Mike Greenberg,
0: letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring.
1: The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
3: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: We'll get to that in a second. It was a jam, uh, you know, if you're an old school wrestling fan. I mean, I know Hulk Hogan is a little I mean, since then, there's been a lot of things that have happened. Let's just leave it at that. He's been
2: canceled. Yeah. Let's just leave it well, at I that. Well, I mean, kind of
0: deservedly so on a number of fronts. Okay. So there's that. I mean,
2: I, I loved a lot it of we, those old wrestlers have been canceled. Deservedly no,
0: no, no. But he, he also, he, he also, like, I, I, that's, I mean, certainly what he did with the racial stuff is ridiculous. I don't, like, don't even we know, know what know you're that. Talking like, about. there's no def- defensing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as like the cherry on top, he tried to basically end journalism, like
2: oh, with, yeah. uh, his a whole documentary about it.
0: Right. I saw it actually. Yes. Good. Um, it is a very good documentary. Um, what, what is, is it true.
1: called? This documentary about the Hulkster? Oh my God.
0: Cause Hold I don't
2: on. know what about guys... Gawker. Yeah. Oh, it is about Gawker.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, See, I haven't seen that. And I used to love Hulk Hogan because every time he was being interviewed by Gene Okerlund, he would always start every sentence off. Well, let me tell you something mean, Gene. Yeah. And I yeah. loved that. And it's called it's, Nobody, speaks, nobody by Speak, the way. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody Speak. Yeah. Nobody Speak. Yeah. Yeah, I don't seriously, like some of these old school wrestlers who have quote unquote been canceled. I don't know if it's like me as a kid in my mind, like I love these guys and I, I can't even hear cancellation of Hulk Hogan or Rick Flair or any of these kinds of guys. Yeah. So sometimes I think I block that stuff out.
0: But by the way, no one actually does get cancelled, by the way. Oh no? Like you realize that's a fallacy, right? Like nobody actually gets cancelled.
1: I think that if you are caught up in a cancellation, the one piece of uh, advice I would give to you, whoever you are out there, is weather the storm. You got about two days of getting pounded on by everybody. And then the news cycle will flush and everybody's going to move on in life.
2: You say like you're like speaking from experience. Have you been canceled before, Cap? I don't
1: think I've been canceled. um, (laughs) But I've definitely got myself caught up into some things where I'm like, oh, no. They're all over me on Twitter. And then you <laughs> got to realize like you, it's not real life, you know?
2: Yeah. You strike me as someone who might have said something to get you canceled. But, you know, I digress.
1: Yeah. Well, well I don't know. Uh, I mean, right. I, don't, I don't know if I've said anything that's going to get me canceled. I don't well, think You so. know
0: what? I was going to talk about the Rams here. But since we're talking about, like, legal issues, right? Let's just talk about John Gruden here instead. And we'll okay. talk about the Rams next. Um, so John Gruden is suing the NFL. And Roger Goodell is saying they forced him out of Las Vegas and and look, we talked about this. There were 650,000 emails, and his were the ones that were leaked. Well, that and the Adam Schefter one, which was strange. And, like, this is not a surprise to anyone, is it?
1: I don't think so. Um, I think that if you're John Gruden, and you were working at the time for ESPN as a Monday Night Football analyst and a television personality, and you were sending emails to your friend who was working for an NFL team And you said things that you thought were in confidence. Obviously, he doesn't understand the way email works and servers and the cloud and, you know, the fact that this isn't going anywhere. It's going to be saved forever. But that aside, explain this. How can there be 650,000 emails in an investigation about the Washington football team? And the only person who gets canceled in all of it, using that word, is Gruden, Uh, not the owner of the Washington football team. Not the former president, CEO of the Washington football team. And by the way, we don't know what else has been said with those 650,000 emails because the NFL said, we're not giving them to you. I mean, it got to the point where Congress was like, we'd all like to see them, please. One guy lost his job in all of this. Now, look, I'm not saying that what John Gruden said is okay. I'm saying he's stupid for, for saying that kind of stuff in writing in particular, And if you're not sensitive enough nowadays to realize you can't talk like that, but my goodness, one guy lost his job in all of this. If you don't think that sounds like a hit job by the NFL on Gruden and or the Raiders, then I guess we're just not seeing this the same.
0: Um, Look, I, I, I think that, I mean, we talked about this in real time. Okay. So in real time, we said, and I had told you this that I had I had talked to enough people around league circles that said this to me, okay? That basically the NFL had the original story, right, which was the thing about Demoris Smith. You remember that
1: part of it i do where he talked yeah. about um calling him a li he
0: claimed that he was calling him a liar when he used some a, a, a phrase calling him rubber lips which i found that to or he had lips like tires something rubber lips lips like tires were the phrases that he used mm-hmm. um which i don't know i ain't never heard anybody call a liar rubber lips in my lifetime so whatever i've Just never leave actually it heard
1: that. anybody call anybody rubber lips or tire lips or anything like that you know correct Correct. Now, if somebody Uh, called me rubber lips, I'd understand it because I got these big, thick, juicy lips, which makes me a very good kisser, George Sedano, just so you know.
0: So the point of the story there is it felt like the NFL was giving Mark Davis an opportunity and saying, hey, man, probably should take action here. Because, again, the league couldn't because he was not a a head coach at the time, as you mentioned. He was a broadcaster. So, and Mark Davis... Chose not to. And John Gruden and him chose not to be, take any, I guess, uh, punishment or whatever that would have come. um, Self-imposed by the team. Then, he, you know, this came out. So, at the time, we said, hey, man, it, it feels like they gave them an opportunity to get off with probably a suspension of some sorts. And then they dropped the proverbial hammer in this situation and yeah it it felt like or like okay you don't want to you don't want to do this the right way okay there's more and it's way worse
1: well i mean listen are you telling me that the nfl league office calls mark davis and says hey mark listen
0: i mean that's just me guessing that i again guessing and also talking to people that would have a way better knowledge of this than me you know what i mean like let's play it out because remember the the second one that ended up having him resign or lose his job or whatever, was not only racist, but misogynist and homophobic. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first one was definitely ra- was racist, or had racist connotations at the very least, okay? And then the third one, you got all three of those in there. Like, that one, like, maybe you had plausible
1: deniability on the first one,
0: but there was no deniability on any of those three that came out the second time around.
1: Yeah, but, but let's just play this out for a second. You're Roger Goodell. You call Mark Davis. Mark, it's Roger. Hey, listen, um, we have found some emails going through the 650,000 emails that we've been going through in this Washington football team investigation. We really don't have anything on Dan Snyder. Now, granted, his football team has been investigated for all kinds of workplace issues related to the way women are being treated inside the workplace, et cetera, et cetera. But it just so happens that along the way, we found this one that has racist connotations in it so here's the thing. You need to fire John Gruden. And then Mark Davis is like, dude. Uh, well, no, what? no, no, no. I, I don't think
0: they w- – I think they were waiting for the Raiders to make a, a decision on him.
1: It didn't necessarily mean,
0: mean he needed to be fired when just the DeMora Smith stuff was out there. Because, again, with that, there was plausible deniability, right? Whether – he, whether he, I mean, again, you, we just talk about how we don't buy his story. But you could, I guess – make that the case right but with the second one there wasn't like it was pretty cut and dry what he said okay and not only did he say it he said it about roger goodell using that language about the commissioner of the sport
1: that's exactly right for those that don't even remember what gruden did was he essentially called the commissioner of the nfl a non-football loving blank and used a bunch of homophobic language that in today's day and age you just don't use that language yeah. Okay. Homophobic. He threw in homophobia.
0: Well, there was the, the, the series of the second series of emails, homophobia. There was racism there for sure. And there was also misogyny because he called him a female part.
1: OK, is that miso- OK? All right. Yes, look. it is. OK,
0: Scott, right. it is. That okay. is is.
1: OK, I mean, like, calling somebody you know? a, a body part is misogyny. OK. All right. Look.
0: Well, not, if you call him a female body part, yes, that is that is the case. That what if is, you
1: called him a male body part? Just so I understand the. Distinction? I mean, that's pretty
0: just crude. I would imagine. Okay. Yes. All right. Look, that's also not. I, I don't think he'd love that either. Is okay. probably my guess.
1: Well, listen, but th- but you see, you just said it. You just nailed it. The commissioner didn't like it, did he? The commissioner didn't like the fact that John Gruden, who became rich and famous coaching in the NFL, and then broadcasting the NFL so therefore closely associated to the NFL the commissioner of the league doesn't like the fact that John Gruden called him all these names so now they've got the email okay now now who are we gonna protect in all of this well we protect our owner Dan Snyder even though his organization is a disaster and that's why we're doing the investigation but we found these emails from Gruden and he specifically said terrible things about the commissioner how dare he so who then leaks these emails to the press. Who do you... I mean, just take a guess. Who do you think?
0: Well, the league certainly
1: Right, and and somebody on behalf of the commissioner. He didn't like the way that Gruden spoke about him, so I'm going to get this guy. And, and the way I'm going to get him is I'm going to leak these emails. When there's 650,000 of them, I'm going to leak three of them. So, look, I'm not here to defend John Gruden. What he did was stupid, okay? Not just what he said was really, really insensitive, although he thought it was private and he was having football locker room talk. But regardless, what he said was dumb, and putting it in an email makes him really dumb. However, Right, nobody
0: forced him to write those emails, by the way.
1: Correct. However, not surprised not in the slightest bit that now John Gruden is saying, I'm not exactly going quietly because here's what you cost me. I'm in year four of a $100 million contract. So theoretically, you cost me $60 million that I'm not going to collect. That's, that's $60 million. Now, I got commercials with, at the time, Corona or Skechers or whatever other brands he may have had commercials with. All of a sudden, not only is that money gone, his future earnings are gone. All because he wrote something in an email that the league chose to leak to the press. So if I'm John Gruden, I'm doing the exact same thing he's doing. I'm getting my money. And by suing the NFL, they'll make it go away. They'll settle with him. They'll make him whole. He'll go back to wherever he goes to, and you'll never hear from him again. But I'm not surprised by it, are you?
0: No, I'm not, I'm not surprised by it. But, I, you know, I, I'm curious to see if he can win a case like that. But we can get into that later. Uh, you know, let's take a break because we, uh, we, we have a lot. Of commercials today so let's do that let's take a break i I, in the next segment you could talk about your friends at sunday swagger we'll do that in the next segment but i do want to get into the actual football stuff because you've been pretty harsh on obj and the rams players are here to defend them and we'll tell you what that's about coming up next
3: this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple
0: Oh, it's the jam right here. Night, Keep it going, Brionis. This is in your wheelhouse, Kaplan, is it?
1: Oh, I love this song. I liked it when Lionel Richie, you know, had the big fro, man. That was good. I had one, too. Big old fro.
2: Good Fixer track. didn't happen. Let music play. Play it. Play, play
0: so this song obviously was a number one hit do you know that it wasn't a number one hit everywhere
1: what do you mean everywhere
0: as in like other countries
1: oh other countries didn't like it as much as we did correct hmm.
0: like for example austria number eight what's up with that austria you don't like lionel richie bro <laughs> mean, come on eight? austria what's your problem bud I mean seriously. Germany number two, I guess. You know, that's fine, I guess. New Zealand number four. Norway. I'm seeing a trend here, actually.
1: What do you think what are you seeing? Like the Eastern block of Europe doesn't love Lionel Richie? <laughs> Pretty much didn't love
0: Lionel Richie. Sweden, Switzerland, number eight. Yeah. Like all the Scandinavian countries. Not not apparently a huge fan of Lionel back then.
1: Oh, uh, that's funny.
0: Yeah. I, I am noticing a trend as I yeah, look at. Yeah, you
1: that. you did a good job of picking up a pattern there.
0: Yeah, very quickly. Yes, yeah. actually. Nice yeah. work. I mean, it's kind of laid out in the numbers, if you think about it. But we love you, Lionel. Is Lionel on American Idol still? Because I know that show's on ABC now. And he was doing it for a minute.
1: Is that the show he's on, American Idol? Is that really that show still on, even without Simon Cowell telling everybody how bad they are? Well, yeah, or
2: they Rand- re- they rebooted it. I'm pretty sure they rebooted it for ABC, right? Yeah,
1: it's it's
0: still. Um,
2: yeah, Lionel Richie's still a host, yep. Oh, how okay. about Randy
1: Jackson? Is he still there? No, Randy Jackson's
0: been gone forever, dude. Oh, like, Randy Jackson's great. I mean, he's gone, gone I way before it. Simon Cowell.
1: That's a no for me, dog. I love Randy Jackson. That's a little pitchy for me, dog. Just for me, you know, the way I hear it, a little pitchy.
0: Well, the original show with Paula and Simon and Randy was fun, yes. yeah. Um, but Seacrest still
1: hosts the show, right? Seacrest Pretty still weird. hosts American Idol? Yeah. Does anybody know the name of the guy who was the original, like, host Dunkelman. with?
2: Dunkelman. Who? Yeah.
1: Brian
0: Dunkelman.
2: Yep. Brian Dunkelman. And Ryan Seacrest together. Right. I wonder what happened to
0: Dunkelman. They hosted it together, and they, um, you know, Dunkelman's like a stand-up comic, and he talks about all that stuff openly.
1: Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's funny. Dunkelman. Good name, especially if you're a comic. It just sounds funny. Dunkelman. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Anyway.
0: So, anywho. uh, So, OBJ. Right. OBJ to the Rams. You don't love it. Lindsey doesn't love it. So apparently there was a story that's out there today. Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football said this today um, that basically Jalen Ramsey FaceTime Odell and basically said to the room in the locker room. Right. Like, hey, guys, he said, hey, boys, this is the quote. Do we want this guy? And the response in the room was just epic. Like, they were all, like, yelling, like, come on, you got to get your butt over here, blah, blah, blah. I mean, a lot more expletives, I'm sure. But it was, like, crazy, like a rousing, rowdy locker room uh, trying convincing Odell to come to the Rams.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, doesn't seem like a locker room cancer to me, bro.
1: Hey, listen, George, you know, I've read this story about how Jalen Ramsey's got him on the phone and Robert Woods is there and Cooper Cup is there and they're all trying to put the cell on OBJ. And I'm I got to say like I'm impressed by that. You know, because I would think that those guys in particular, I'm talking about the receivers, might be thinking to themselves, what do we need him for? You know, we got a guy here in Cooper Cup that is putting up Jerry Rice kinds of numbers. We've got a guy like Robert Woods who has been as solid as can be for the last 4 years for the Rams. We got this young up and coming kid Van Jefferson that made Deshaun Jackson want out. We got a really good tight end. Uh, what do we need him for? So the fact that the players were putting the recruiting job on OBJ, I'm really impressed by that. You know, because I'm, I'm, and I'm kind of surprised by it at the same time. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's a good story, and, um, and it kind of tells you that OBJ has been liked by his teammates. In this, by the way, just in Cleveland, it's not like the, the players hated him at all. Um, that's not the case from what I understand. It's just that the coaching staff perceived him to be a prima donna and a diva and hard to work with, but it wasn't like he was disliked in the locker room. So I'm, I, I got to say, you know, I, I thought last night I hosted Rams All Access with DeMarco Farr, and I thought yes. DeMarco brought up a really, really good point. Mm-hmm. He said the comp... To OBJ, um, is is Jalen Ramsey? Yes, because because when you look at Jalen Ramsey, he was a guy that a lot of people perceived in Jacksonville as a diva because he was drafted there, he was with that team, and he he forced his way, if you will, out of Jacksonville. And no, 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 he didn't just force his
0: way. I'm I I can't I can't believe I forgot this yesterday when we were talking about this and arguing about this. He had a Brinks truck show up to the facility
1: because he wanted to get paid right right so so a a flashy uh over the top symbolic kind of public gesture that you know for some people that's a turnoff for other people we find it funny but what i'm saying with Jalen ramsey is if you had a perception of who he was in jacksonville now you look at him in the rams locker room And I don't know about you guys, but I think of Jalen Ramsey as being a great team guy, uh, great organization guy, good community guy, uh, good teammate. I mean, that's how I I look at Jalen Ramsey. And I think that DeMarco made a really good point last night. He said, look, if you think that OBJ is a diva, well, let's see what he is and who he is and how he is when he's in this locker room. And I think that's a fair point, that perhaps in Cleveland, When you've got a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, and clearly those guys weren't connecting on the field, but off the field, Baker Mayfield is a commercial star, but he's not necessarily considered a great quarterback in the NFL. And so, you know, I'm just not sure there was anybody in Cleveland to help regulate, whereas in this Rams locker room, there's a lot of big personalities and a lot of veterans that I think uh, can, can control player attitudes and egos. Because I think Cooper Cup said it really well yesterday. Wait you either a second. Fit in with I said all or, this or you to don't. you yesterday
0: and you you dismissed me, but DeMarco says it to you and then all of a sudden it's
1: it's word is bond. No, it's just that it's just that I liked listening to DeMarco give me a different perspective. I, I listen, George. I hold on to what I believed uh, and I believed it yesterday, I believe it today, but I'm open-minded and flexible and I want to see the Rams succeed. So if, if Les Snead and Sean McVay think that this is a great move, they're in the building. Me personally, I don't see why you mess with an offense that is putting up the kinds of numbers that it's putting up. And yes, I get concerned not just about Odell Beckham's arrival, but what it means to the other guys and who may or may not be happy all of a sudden. So that is a real concern. I still have it. But I know that talking through it all and listening to the stories about how the Rams went out and recruited him and how much they wanted him, for me, it's it's kind of persuasive. I'm open-minded. I'm not locked in on one opinion. But it doesn't change the fact that today I'm not sitting here cheering like, that was the greatest move ever.
0: Well, greatest move ever is absurd. No one is saying that. I mean, who's saying that?
1: I think you said that yesterday. Didn't you say that? No way. Oh, come on. I, I thought I, I heard said, you say that. Didn't you say no, that to I, me?
0: I, I, I said you have nothing to lose. He's a minimum guy. You didn't give up any compensation for him.
1: None. Now, by the way, speaking of minimum, now the, the other part of the story goes that the reason Odell picked the Rams over the Packers is because the Packers were apparently only offering legit league minimum, whereas the Rams paid him something that makes it just slightly more attractive.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, I guess I'm slightly above he, the veterans minimum. Well, he got
2: he got a sense. league minimum plus up to $4.25 million in incentives. In incentives,
1: right. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, more opportunity. But I, I, I would say that Odell Beckham came to the Rams not because of the money issues per se, but because of the opportunity. You okay, come to well, L.A., you've got LeBron in the house, you got star players, you got a winning record, you got a coach that everybody thinks is one of the best in the league, you got a brand-new stadium. I mean, there are a lot of reasons, as, as Matthew Stafford pointed out yesterday. It's an attractive market to play in, and it's an attractive organization to play for. Don't get it twisted, homeboy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's Friday. You don't want to get fired on a Friday.
1: Probably better to get fired on a Friday, though, than a, like a Tuesday, you know? Why? That, is maybe that? not. I don't know. It maybe ruins not. your weekend. Yeah, you might be right. You know, then you get the rest of the week off. Start looking yeah. for a new job.
0: I mean, there's it's literally don't get fired on a Friday. Like there's a reason for the same. I mean, if you get fired on a Tuesday, by the time the weekend comes, I mean you may you may have a shot to be less uh <laughs> Less depressed about it.
1: (laughs) You're already over it by the time Friday night comes. I mean, I don't know about
0: over it if you get fired. I think that's a little different. But I mean, I would say you know it eases the pain some if it happens like Monday or Tuesday. You know.
2: How about you just try not to get fired, Cap?
1: Well, I don't. Well, there's that too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to get fired, and then by the same token, I'm not trying to not get fired. I'm just trying to you know have some fun every day. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Chris is trying
0: to get fired is what he said.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you this, man. I, I, I had a great time this week. I, I'm still, I still love what we did on Wednesday and I can't wait for us to do more of it. I love the live show. I love being out there with the people. I love meeting everybody who listens to the show. The people who come out, George, they're the people that love it. You know, they're the people that want to talk to you about what's going on yeah. on the show. It's not the people on Twitter who tell you what an idiot you are. Okay. Right. I love the live show. I like yeah. being out there with the people. I can't wait for us to do more of it.
0: I will say this though, the people on Twitter also clearly listen to the show fairly regularly too, so.
1: Oh no, they listen. They listen. They just they just have everything mean to say. Although there was a guy earlier today that said that he really likes it when I do my my interpretations of all these different songs. You know, which I love to do, by the you way. You
2: keep bringing that up like you just can't get over the fact that like you did that and like one or two people thought that it was awesome and now you just want to keep bringing it up
1: no actually you're so wrong Lindsay baseball okay, okay. lindsey softball Whatever.
2: okay Whatever.
1: um here's the deal i said that earlier the guys in downey came up to me and told me how much they love my missy elliott song now today somebody has told me how much they love my james brown living in america so you see it just kind of validates what i already know that you just won't buy into
2: no, I just think it was only one guy. Just no,
1: one. no, it's actually well, a lot more than people, one guy. A lot more.
2: A lot more. Two guys. It's probably the same guy that tweeted at you as he was in, at the remote in person. It's probably oh, how do you the know? same person.
1: How do you know Lindsay Softball? Um,
2: I was there. That's how I hmm.
1: know. Okay.
0: Why Lindsay softball? Like what I don't are we know. doing? There?
1: I don't know because because I feel like she's always knocking me. She's always got something snide and nasty to say to me. So instead of calling her baseball, I mean, come on, I'm, I'm going to call nasty. her Lindsay softball now. I'm, Lindsay softball.
2: I'm not nasty. I'm just having fun with you because you know you think that your your impressions and weird sound makings are like the the best thing. But I don't think anyone else really knows. If you have to explain what you're doing, then I don't think it's good. You know. Really,
1: what am I explaining?
2: Like when we had to figure out like what song you're like, it just doesn't sound like the song. You have to explain it to people.
1: How about explaining my nostril waxing? Did you like that?
2: No, that was really, really gross. <laughs> it was just like a little Q-tip with like a cactus. like with.
1: It did look
0: like a blue cactus. <laughs> it was
2: <laughs> really gross. Really
1: you know gross. what the worst part about that is? I told you guys this in advance. Anytime you get your nostrils waxed, two days later, you got terrible pains inside your nose. You have no idea what I was living through last night. Oh I yeah, to you would think up.
0: because you're yanking hair from your uh, from your nostril. Yeah, I, I would imagine there's got to be a lot of pain attached. To I know.
1: That. I woke up this morning. I was using my girlfriend's mirror. I was like looking up my nose, and I was trying to take like a toothpick and trying to like pop like what was going on. And, ugh, horrible.
0: Bro, that's how you get like bacterial like infections. Oh, like what's well, wrong with you?
1: I was in too much pain. I had to I had to relieve the pressure of the inner nostril zit, which is one of the most painful things on the planet, as I've described to both of you guys many times.
0: Maybe it was like an ingrown hair.
1: Yeah, but it, you know, it had, it had you know, puffed up to the point where it needed to just go, you know. It needed. To but were you
0: messing with it? Is that why it puffed up? Maybe.
2: You're like, you're not supposed uh, to irritate. I swear
0: to God. It's like yeah. having a th- another three-year-old. Like, I, I mean, really? Do can't we got to tell it, you not
1: to pick your nose? <laughs> I can't help it, especially when I'm driving.
2: Which you also did at the remote. In the front of everyone.
1: I didn't really pick my nose. I mean, you put your finger up your nose. Yeah, but just, just to try and make an example of things. You know, I wasn't you really put, working you it. You
2: put ChapStick on, and then you, like, stuck it up your nose. That's right. You, you not stuck chapstick. your finger up your nose. Right, and
1: by the way,
0: do
2: you yeah. know
3: how it is you
0: get zits? Tell you know me. why they always tell you don't touch your face? Because your your hands are disgusting. They're gross. They touch all sorts of surfaces, and your face gets oily over the day, just like any part of your like your face, your nose, your nostrils, all that stuff gets oily. So when you put your dirty-ass hands on it, it's going to create the problem you have.
1: I blame one of our listeners, a gentleman who was showed up on Wednesday in a Kobe Bryant jersey named Omar. I blame Omar because I probably shook hands with Omar like 600 times. We kept holding hands, he and I. Yeah. And I think what happened was is after I shook Omar's hands, that's when I stuck my finger in my nose. and I think that's what's happened here today. I
0: mean, you, you touch a lot of things, though, bro. You're like touchy. You're Much touchy love to Omar. Yeah.
1: That's all I'm going to say. Much love to Omar.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Listen, this portion of the show is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. So the Lakers are coming off a big win against the Heat, as we talked about the other day. It was a very important win in the sense of, like, it was a good team, um, they showed the competitiveness you wanted them to show. And Russell Westbrook and AD, despite some challenges in-game, and them literally trying to give that damn thing away a million times over, not just them, but everybody, um, they found a way to win. Now, I'm a little worried over an 82-game span, you're going to get letdown games, especially when a 3-7 team comes to town. And this 3-7 team, Kaplan, what I would say to you is, and look, maybe they blow them out of the water. I mean, it's one of 82, so who knows. But this Minnesota team, better than their three and seven record they've pretty much been in almost every game like they're they're not as bad as their three and seven record is
1: okay and I would say on the other hand I think the Lakers are better than their seven and five record you know it's like we had this conversation the other day the Lakers were six and five if they were eight and three and they hadn't lost two games to Oklahoma City most of us would be thinking okay the Lakers are good But they lost those two games to Oklahoma City when they gave up these massive leads. And most of us thought, "Ah, the Lakers aren't very good. I'm going to call tonight, George. I'm I'm thinking the Lakers, you talk about a letdown because, you know, big emotional win, a lot of electricity inside Staples Center, quality win over a really good opponent. I think tonight the Lakers come out flying. And I think the Lakers do put a beat down on Minnesota. I hear what you're saying. Don't be fooled by their record. But I'm concentrating more on the Lakers side of it than the than the Timberwolves side, and I think the Lakers put up a big win. I I think they start rolling a little bit right now. I, even I as hope the schedule so. will get harder and they'll go out on the road.
0: Yeah, I, I hope so. This team's lost six in a row, Minnesota, but they lost a tight one to Denver. Um, they lost well. They played two games against the Clippers. They got blown out in one of them, and the other one was a tight game up until the end. They lost an overtime game the other day to Memphis. Uh, they, you know, I, look, they, they, they got beat down by Golden State, but so's everybody right now. Like in the fourth quarter, they pulled away. What I'm saying is they've got talent. I mean, it's young. It's D'Angelo Russell. It's, it's Carl Anthony Towns, although not that young anymore. Anthony Edwards is phenomenal. They've got a pretty solid coach. Like, I just don't think this is one of those where you can look past. And the Lakers have done that early. Like, they had those get right games and they looked past some of these teams and they found themselves in games with teams they shouldn't be in games with. And Oklahoma City obviously being the worst of those occasions because they lost both of those games. So I'm just saying like, I hope they're past this whole we get we can look past the team because they're in theory not so good.
1: Right. Well, listen, this is this is growth. You know, they've needed to grow because they had a terrible preseason and barely anybody played, and LeBron has already missed half of the regular season games so far. And by the way, you know, we talk about LeBron being out, but there are so many guys that are out, and I'm just talking about THT who's missed the entire season so far, but Rondo and now Reeves. I mean, it's like they can't keep anybody healthy, so it seems. So I'm thinking that just from a growth perspective, it's like, hey, guys, we've given up some games that we shouldn't be giving up, okay? let's not do that tonight. Let's go out there, take care of our business. Let's get out of here and let's get out of here with a dub.
0: I hope so, man, because it just um I, I they can't afford to like slip on these kind of games, man. Like they, this is not this is not what you want. Like you don't want that. Um because these are this should be a win. Like you should be able to chalk this one up in the win column and Again, th- this team is ignitable. They've got three really good players that can score the ball fairly easily. So,
1: Anthony uh, Edwards well, scored 48 points the other night. I mean, that's... No, no, he's
0: really good, dude. That's like, crazy. Yeah, he, he's he's really damn good. All right, listen, coming up next, we've got a couple things. We've got USC needs to get their eye on one guy for their coaching vacancy. I've got the guy. I'm going to tell you who the guy is. And the Dodgers... Could they be going after an old nemesis? All that coming up next hour. Stick around. We're back in a couple minutes here on 710 ESPN.